watch cartoons We'll take a look back at where we've been So let's hop into our time machine Hello and welcome to another episode of Cartoon Time Machine. I'm Scarlett. And I'm Katie. Definitely like yawning mid-intro. You did, you did fine. We're your animates and uh, today we're here to talk about the uh, animation sensation that's sweeping the nation, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Which you definitely Everyone's... watched all of. I definitely did not sleep through a pretty decent chunk of this movie because I was tired and I have very little interest in in Mario. I just cannot make it more clear how much I'm not a video game person, as we've discussed on this show before. Uh, but you, Katie, you are a, a video game person. Do you Are you a fan of Mario? I've played a lot of Mario, like most normal people have. I've watched you guys play a lot of Mario. I spent a lot of college watching you guys play Smash and Mario Kart. I guess those count. Yeah, Mario Kart definitely counts. Smash less so, but fair. I wouldn't. I don't qualify those often as Mario games in my head. They're more Mario adjacent, like Mario Tennis. I I did have Paper Mario as a little kid, if that counts. It is. It is. It's a good game. There were no references to Paper Mario as far as I was aware when I was paying attention. <laughs> Um, well, it's it's easy to say that this film has been a smash success, uh, biggest opening weekend of 2023, uh, third highest opening weekend for any animated film, uh, just surpassed by Lion King and Incredibles 2, um, and it's, it is, I, yeah, it is currently highest grossing film based on a video game, uh, which is crazy, um, and uh, and yeah, to to date, uh, four hundred forty-five million uh, worldwide box office uh, against a budget of a hundred mil. So yeah, this uh, this is pretty huge, and not just like huge for an animated movie. This is just like a huge movie period. So mm-hmm. congrats, team! Y'all did an amazing job. Y'all made a incredibly popular movie. Um, but was it good? Um. Again, I slept through a good chunk of it, so uh it's fine. Katie. There were there was about a third of the plot missing, so it that was me being asleep, the third of the plot was missing. Was it would do you think that it was otherwise a third of the plot missing? Oh, that was I, I went and saw it with some of uh our friends who have guested on this podcast before, and that was a comment made multiple times was I think I missed just a third of the plot that just isn't there. Okay, good, because that was also kind of the vibe I got, but I wasn't sure if that was just because I was, uh, again, asleep. It, it, there is a lot of detail missing. Uh, that, that seemed to be, it, it seemed like. to me, sort of how I was strategically planning my movie naps was that I would just sort of try to doze during a fight sequence, and those happened ludicrously often. Uh, it seemed like there wasn't a lot of plot happening between those fight sequences or various action sequences. Yeah, and I was going to say, this isn't a game with a lot of plot, usually, but, I mean, it does have some plot-heavy games. I mean, I would argue that, like, the basic Mario plot of Princess Has Been Kidnapped, Go Rescue the Princess, is, roughly speaking, the plot of most fantasy movies. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think you could build upon that fairly easily if you wanted to now granted this movie doesn't spend a lot of time on saving princess peach again from what i could tell no 
which I like more. And it, it yeah. does come into play a lot in later games that Peach is not a useless character. She's actually pretty well equipped to take care of herself. I mean, good for her. And there was more of that in this movie. There was no moment where it was like where she was the damsel in distress. Actually, that was made fun of, I think, at one point. So. I mean, I that feels very par for the course for a 2023 movie is empowered female moment. I am not your stereotypical princess. Um, I, I liked Princess Peach in this from what I saw of her. She seemed charismatic and interesting and voiced by Anya Taylor-Joy, which is always a plus to any character. Mm -hmm. No. She, Princess Peach was a positive character. For the, yeah, for the most part was doing a good job. I have questions about the lore of the Mushroom Kingdom and why you would just name a random kid who showed up your princess one day, but that's that's problems I have with Nintendo that I would like to take up. Yeah, that never really made sense to me while watching it. I sort of thought that maybe there was some more deep lore to explain. No, it like... never made sense. Okay, because like she makes a big deal when she sees Mario. Like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm meeting another human. It's like, wow, you really are the only non-toad in this world of toads. Yep. Also, why are the mushrooms named Toad? Is that is that ever explained? Shouldn't they be named Mushroom? Because they're mushrooms? I, I'm going to take a guess because I don't feel like picking my phone and looking this up. I would bet you that a lot of names of stuff comes from it being a game translated to English. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, it's, you know, you can't expect everything to translate 100%. And I imagine also that the word, if it was just the word for mushroom, our word for mushroom isn't cute. Like, toad is kind of cute. Okay. Now I'm looking it up. Vamp for me with your sleepy thoughts. Um, Sleepy thoughts, sleepy thoughts, sleepy thoughts. Uh, the voice cast in general was great. Um, well, I I really one person. Oh, who didn't you like? Every time Chris Pratt spoke, okay, I was okay. just like, oh, here we go. I mean, I was honestly gonna say, like, I didn't. I was not nearly as bothered as I thought I would be, and he definitely sounds better than he did in the trailer, which is kind of funny to me. Like, it's almost as if like they picked like a bad ADR line for him uh in you know for that trailer because they like needed a line there or something um but yeah I I didn't find him that bad like it, he sounded like a half decent generic protagonist voice which maybe is not what Mario was supposed to be but as someone who doesn't know anything about Mario that seemed about right to me Sounded like Chris Pratt in every animated film Chris Pratt does. I mean, he does. He does. Chris Pratt doesn't really do voices. Chris Pratt does Chris Pratt, but I don't think just, he has like it, an annoying voice. I mean, to be fair, Seth Rogen's not doing a voice either. Seth Rogen's doing Seth Rogen. To me, it stands out in a voice cast where everyone else is doing a lot that Chris Pratt I mean, is doing nothing. He he was, I will certainly not call him a standout star. He was definitely among the weaker of the voice cast. I'll, I'll definitely give you that without without complaint. I'm just really tired of Chris Pratt also. I mean, fair. You selected him as the one man, apparently. And I would like to, I would like to change that. Yeah, that's, I, I, I think that's fair. Um, 
he's definitely in too much and he's not a particularly great guy who's particularly deserving of it so yeah no willing to certainly willing to give that thank you but jack black gave everything jack black if, if chris pratt wasn't much of a standout star uh jack black absolutely was great job jack black no complaints there um no, he was... is living for that role it was fantastic it i enjoyed how unhinged they kept the bowser story which essentially mm. is just i want a wife where is my wife kingdoms to propose marriage um the dynamics of bowser and then all of them his underlings were fun yeah I, I liked the i liked the koopas they were they were fun mm-hmm. I, I liked that those like felt like you know enough of a cartoony vibe as the, as they should be like those they they did not feel like cool like or even they also didn't feel like minion-y like i think there was a real risk that they were going to become like illumination minions but they were never like annoying on that level no i think this this comes from this better source material of Koopalings kind of yes being that little dumb army but not not uh redacted tic tac level of dumb yeah right redacted tic tacs because we can't say can't say that name i forgot and i'm sure i will be uh sufficiently punished for it um i feel like yeah it's doing well it, the film has done so well because one it is a short fast-paced film that is very good for kids it is yes, the right I... length and pacing of a movie for small kids even if they're not fans of the game to be put in front of the screen and go look look fun colors and enjoy it and most kids have some level of knowledge of mario it's a classic now yeah and I, I yeah 90 minutes is pretty perfect for just about any animated movie yeah it like I can't feel stretched out. Was I missing some plot? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's feel something back with my cat. Yes, thank you. Right. I don't know how you know heavy plot you would want something like this to be. Um, you know, it's that like it, for for it was definitely a fun romp. It's it's probably not for me in that I don't have much nostalgia for it and. You know, while we love saying on here, animation isn't just for kids, some animation is just for kids. Um, so I feel like if you if you don't have any love of the franchise, you're not really into the sort of the spectacle of it because it, it looks amazing. The animation, wonderful. It's the same directing team uh, that does Teen Titans Go. Um, and while I don't think this movie had nearly the amount of clever writing that Teen Titans Go has because... I'll set it before I'll say it again. I I am a I am a fan of Teen Titans Go. I don't care what other people say. You could be a fan of the original and also Teen Titans Go. Um, I I think you see a lot of their influence in the speed of the animation, the comedic timing of the animation. I think they they know what they're doing. They know how to make something fun and lively that looks great to look uh looks great on screen. Um, and also I think is yeah right, just you know candy for children. Like this this movie is just you know. I think when I left, I think I described it as this, this this movie this movie wasn't drunk. This movie was on red dye number five. Like this movie feels like the what happens when you give a kid like a million starburst and let let them loose on the world. Like that was this movie. Fair. And I, I do 
in some ways I feel bad for you and because I think the most enjoyable part of the film is oh it's is most enjoyed by the people who know the game because the soundtrack if you know all the easter eggs in the soundtrack the soundtrack slaps <laughs> i i was also actually yeah i was really enjoying the soundtrack um but and I, it's often just hearing like the different like themes of other of the different games and going i know that one i, I know that one <laughs> it's burned into my brain I I've been told by you're not the first person to say that. So if I just thought it sounded good, I but I can imagine that if you get that extra little level, that that's got to be super rewarding as a fan, especially a longtime fan who's been with the franchise for a while. And my other thought, I went into this film with fairly low expectations, so it, my expectations could always be exceeded rather than um, go missing my expectations. That's my probably a good way to go about life in general. Too. I'd say. Um, but part of my worry was I Illumination is very well definitely one who gets this a lot is I find kids animated movies that are specifically supposed to be pop culture are built and designed to come out in the year they came out and age so so poorly like too many yeah. modern references um modern pop songs um and what well I don't love the film felt reliant to use some pop songs in there um, the ones they picked, I was at least like, at least they're like established classics note that aren't going away anytime soon. They were older songs. I was like, and there were otherwise yeah. really no like modern references that weren't, it was almost yeah. all Mario references. Shocking. I mean, I'll say that it does seem like there were a lot of pop songs. Um, I think there were three. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that was too much to me. I don't know. For for some reason, it just felt like there were a lot of pop songs. They shouldn't uh, have had any. I want to stand with. Um, and I I think I counted three. I might have missed one. Um, I really just remember they used "Holding Out for a Hero," which I, I thought that was have fact. been used in animation again. Shrek I mean, two did it best. It could never be surpassed. It has already been been pretty perfect. I I'll, okay. I'll say one actual beef that I did have with the parts I was awake for, especially with the pop songs, mm. they were really bad at cutting on the beat. Like oh, the editing that. of the oh, like it really very much seems like they had everything already animated, and then they threw in the pop songs on top mm. of it. They were not animating to the songs. Um, Interesting. And that's one. That's one of those things that I feel like we've I've gotten kind of spoiled with like a company like Disney or Pixar doing. I think they're they tend to do that more. Um and I think even DreamWorks too. Um it could just be that on a film this frenetic with so many elements and you know they were mostly funded it seems by Nintendo or at least 50/50. Um and I wonder if there might have been some back and forth on whether they could get those licensed songs. Those were not cheap licensed songs. Um no. Yeah, they I for a big company like Universal and for a big company like Nintendo, obviously they could afford it. But I I wonder if they animated before they knew for a fact they were gonna get it, or maybe they just didn't see it as a big deal. Which it's not. It's the sort of thing that I feel like is gonna only bug a person like me. Um, but yeah, that was like I was like, oh, like that should have been where the scene cut. Like, oh, like the animation should be moving with the song. Um, because like that that's how 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 you know you kind of expected to be like if this were a music video or something and at times it did feel like a music video um where the songs were used particularly well um 
it did feel like a lot <laughs> i did i remember i did kind of roll over in my sleep on the on the in the movie theater seat and was like oh, not another pop song <laughs> yeah there's it looks like there are four if depending on how we count peaches which i just no peaches was perfect no 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 it's on that one so i just enjoyed watching everyone else's reaction and be like oh yeah I saw this unhinged moment already. I was waiting for this. I I was very on board with Peaches. Peaches was definitely highlight of the movie. In addition to existential crisis, blue goat glowing girl. Luma. Um, they're called Loomis. They're, okay, they're called Loomis. I I have no idea. I again, they're I was little, listening to each other. They're little star guys who are in Mario Galaxy one and two, and you like collect Loomis. They're just little happy inhabitants of the world. They're so happy in the games. This existential Luma gave me life. I was also so confused. I mean, I I don't I think that was over. supposed to make sense, right? No, but there were multiple moments in this movie I leaned over to uh, our, our queer correspondent, uh, yes. Beth, and was like, this is a movie for kids, right? That was a whole murder. There was a lot of violence in this, yeah. There's a lot of violence. There's an existential dread Luma. There's horror in the beginning. Charlie Day, Luigi getting oh, yeah by Dry Bones and then captured by the Shy Guys. Shy Guys are inherently terrifying. I did like the Shy Guys. I love them dearly. I want to hug them. They are inherently a little terrifying. Is it and weird I that I never... Soon, I also say. Is it weird I never realized those were Mario characters? I just thought they existed on, like, boys' t-shirts. To be fair, they were originally in a in one game of Mario that didn't come out in the U.S. for a while because it was too hard for the Americans, so they had to revamp it and then give it to us. That's really funny. That's also the game. I'm not surprised, but that's really funny. There were the another thing you would have not gotten as much was looking for all the cameo characters who appeared. Oh yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't have caught any of those. So please, by by all means, uh, there were out so many. Um, especially in the wedding scene, you get a lot of the the villains. Even like Spike is a reference. Oh, I was fully you know, asleep the for the wedding scene. It's a shame there are so many great enemies there. You get King Babam, great guy. King Babam. Yeah, bombs are the bomb people are called bombs. <laughs> I I just I'm just thinking about Scott Pilgrim. Mm. But you get a lot of that. But I kept looking from also the game with shy guys. Uh, for trans icon Birdo, does not you have told me I have world. heard about Birdo from you. Birdo is a trans icon. It, explain for the viewers who may not know, which there might not be any because I might have been the last person of our friends to know, and it's mostly our friends who listen to this. I'm explaining what who Birdo is. Yes. So Birdo was from, I believe, Super Mario Brothers two, technically three, if you're from the U.S. <laughs> um. And is one of those just there's a couple of them uh, where you just like read in the um, manual for a game and it just like lightly drops that a character's trans and you go, huh, cool. And then you skip to the next page where it gives you more tutorials on how to actually beat the game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the English manual for Super Mario Bros. 2 referred to Birdo as a, as a male who think, who quote, who thinks he is a girl and would be oh. to be called Birdetta. Hmm. And if it with that, people have gone transgender icon, which would make Birdo the first transgender video game character. Yeah. Now you you just made more work for yourself. 
You're right. I did. Christ. Am I allowed to say Christ? I think you should bleep that one too, maybe. No, no. You know what? I'm allowed to think he's, he's a proper noun. Christ for the capital C. That's fine. Okay. Got it. Um, but I was but what kind of terrible religion do you have where the name of your the name of your Lord and Savior is a swear word? I wouldn't I wouldn't get behind that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I was disappointed there was no Birdo. Um that was a tragedy. I've also full spoilers for the end credits now. We Yes, spoilers, whatever. I just <laughs> want to talk about that. Um there's not a lot of plot, and also the end credits are they tell us that what's nothing uh because the last one is just a shot of the of yoshi's egg we've already like shown yoshi's like we didn't need just an end credit scene to go we could make a movie about yoshi now i mean this movie's made a bajillion dollars they're making a movie about anything they want I... and probably a series on peacock i'm fine with it. actually no i would i have so many thoughts swirling around my brain mm-hmm. um my first is that I'm fine with Yoshi being involved. I just think it was such a boring end credits. Um, second end credits also. Um, I want Charlie Day to have his Luigi's Mansion movie. because I did want to see more of that. I don't think Luigi I missed it while I was more. sleeping. Luigi was only in like the first 30 minutes and the last 30 minutes. He's not there for part of like a good third of the movie. Yeah, I'm surprised. Given the amount of, like, Luigi thirst memes I've been seeing on the internet, I would have thought he would have been in more of the movie, but I guess that's the internet for you. Yeah. So, we'll still have to... I, I'm rooting for that. There, there's a lot of stuff. There could be a DK movie. I don't really care for Donkey Kong, but there are people who do. I My only knowledge of Donkey Kong really comes from old white men telling me, did you know that Mario's first appearance was in Donkey Kong? That's like, not, uh, um, is actually, that not even true? I'm actually technically not Mario. Um, that game is called cool. Jumpman. Cool. Yeah, I I don't know what it is about uh, Gen X men and wanting to explain to me where Mario comes from, but I swear I've heard that sentence said to me like five times in the past week alone, and I oh, have yeah. to pretend to be interested every time. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, do you want to do you want to take a stab at a trivia question that you may or may not have heard? Please give me an interesting, not old white man trivia question. Canonically, at the moment, I need to check if it's been rescinded. Do you know what Mario's last name is? Is it still Mario? It is Mario. Mario still. I I remember that being a thing from the uh, the nineteen nineties Super Mario movie, which I haven't seen, but yes. I've seen clips of. They said it in there, and then Nintendo the Nintendo creator was like. And then in like 2012, they like I tied him to a chair in a room and made him made him say it was real. I mean, okay, it's really dumb, but I like it because I feel like for Luigi's sake, their last name should at least be Mario. Otherwise, being called the Super Mario Brothers is really sad. Like yeah. that's only not sad for Luigi if their last name is Mario. Luigi's story is quite a sad one, and I for one. Just want to give him a hug. I mean, I can buy, you know, I, I feel like instead of making his name Mario Mario, couldn't they have just give him like a random first name and said he's just one of those people who likes to go by their last name? Like, I've known people like that in real life who, for whatever reason, choose to go by their last name just in daily life. 
like you have seven friends with the same name and you just decide yeah. one of them is you're your last name now it rolls off the tongue well right it's like his name if you were given a fictional or a name based on a, a real life person who's pretty mediocre right like imagine his name is is jim mario and he goes to kindergarten and there's 12 other gyms and he just says you know what just call me mario just mario mm-hmm. and that sticks and that also makes sense because i feel like there's probably a lot fewer people in real life named luigi than mario like mario is a so name. Mario's. right like mario is just like a name like i've you know met people in real life named mario i don't think i've ever met a luigi no, I don't think I have. I've, met some, I've seen some cats named Luigi, I'm sure. It's a very cute name for a cat. Yeah. But, like, one of those cats that has, like, the really, like, scruffy, like, muzzle, so that it looks like they have a little mustache. Adorable. Yeah. I just got really excited when the movie opened, and it was immediately the Super Mario Brothers 80s show. I, I was thinking... Went with. I was thinking the whole time... They were showing like the the commercial that the Mario Brothers do for their plumbing practice, and it was just and they animated the live action intro of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and I just flashed immediately back to college when you made me watch that show. Did we watch all of it, or just like a couple episodes? Oh, just like a couple episodes, but like that's just because my brain fluid started leaking out my nose, and we needed medical intervention. I should clarify that that was a joke and didn't actually happen because enough friends have seen me have like actual medical incidents that I feel like I need to clarify that this was not my frail, frail body tormenting me. The only medical incident that has occurred at a movie with you and me was at the Emoji movie and frankly, you deserved it. Yeah, that was a crazy one where we just, you dragged me back out into the light of day 20 minutes into the movie and I just... I was surprised to note that my nose had been bleeding profusely the whole time and I hadn't even noticed. It's like, oh, oh, what's this? It's my own blood. That's cool. We are going to get a Mario cinematic universe, though. I have a feeling. Well, whenever when they kept like zooming in on like the darkness for the for the end credits, I guess spoilers, but we already spoiled that it's Yoshi. I like leaned over the people I was with. I was like, oh my god, is it gonna be Zelda? Because I was I've already been so primed to be like Mario is connected with Legends of Zelda because of the Mario Brothers show, uh, and the fact that the, the two shows were connected in that way. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's kind of the next logical step. Like that's gotta be this so much more plot. There's so much more plot to The Legend of Zelda than Mario, in honesty. And you're you're more of the video game person than I am, but it, like, seems to me that in, like, online mm-hmm. discourse, Mario is kind of seen as, like, a little bit retro, a little bit of a pastiche, a little bit of, you know, for kids and kind of just sort of nostalgic and, you know, fun for, for a time. But it seems like the Zelda fandom is bigger, stronger, and a more diverse age group. Like, kids and adults very much into it. I would agree, mainly in the fact there is a very strong Mario contention, and almost everyone's going to have a nostalgia for it. Mm-hmm. They do yeah. not make their games have not increased in challenge in some ways. Mm-hmm. Zelda games have slightly more puzzly aspects, especially with the most recent games, um, are difficult in at points. I say as uh, having quit Breath of the Wild because I kept dying, and I was like, nope, I'm good. Um, I do see it as a logical next step. There, it, it, it will probably happen. And I mean, Matt Mercer can keep 
voicing Ganondorf, maybe. Oh, Matt Mercer's in Zelda. I didn't Sorry, know that. Coming well, but in the new one, well, it's not officially announced, but everyone looks at the trailer and goes, "Mercer." <laughs> I, I respect it. I, I respect There's it. One Travis clip uh, that everyone sends. Oh, is is Travis in there too? No, he's not. But it's, everyone just thinks of the one Travis clip where uh, he he asks Matt a question. Matt just goes, "Hmm," basically, and. So Travis just yelled, Mercer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, 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 which is, there's not really that many properties that doesn't have a tie to Crit Roll. Like even Mario Brothers does. Did you catch it? Did I miss it? First line of the movie, I Who think. What? I don't know. The, uh, I, I believe, let me confirm this before I uh, before I say something incorrect. Nope. The uh, Penguin King is uh, Carrie Payton. Longtime crit role right, uh, guest. Yes, star. the Penguin Queen is Carrie Payton. Yes, I did remember. I did know that. I forgot for a second. Yeah. Who I think he's just there yeah. as like a personal favor to the directors for all the work that he's done over the years on Teen Titans Go. I think he was probably just already in a record session. You're like, oh, can, we, can, you, can you voice a penguin for us, please? <laughs> Can you voice a penguin who's really mad at this uh, star have, star child having an existential crisis? I wonder how much of a breath of fresh air it is for these longtime animation directors when they're called up to uh, do voices on a like a, an animated feature where they have like all of these non-voice actors who are probably not very used to it. And then they like bring in their like side characters and you get like an industry legend veteran, Carrie Payton. And he probably just knocks that out in like 30 seconds. I'm like, yep, you're you're good. You can go. Like, he probably didn't need a warm up. He probably didn't need, you know, any particular coaching. He probably just, you know, two or three takes maybe. And then he was out the door. Like, and, and speaking of which, Scott Menville's here as well. Similarly, probably just doing a favor to, to the directors. Yeah. Oh. You know, you know who was was yeah, darn near unrecognizable. I'll I'll say it was uh, Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Mm. Like he did not sound like yeah. typical Keegan Michael Key. Like he was, he must just be a fan of the games because like it feels like he just did the game voice as far as I could tell. Yeah, it was it was not. Toad can be very over the top. This was not the worst Toad I've also mm. heard. Yeah, I wasn't annoyed by him at all. Like, I, I don't, I wasn't annoyed by any of these characters. Like I said before, like the Koopas didn't annoy me, Toad didn't annoy me, and that's a real feat for most animated movies because I think it's very easy for animated characters to become annoying to adults, especially if we're unfamiliar with the franchise. Um, but none, I would not say I was annoyed by any part of this movie. My favorite voice was uh, the Captain Toad. That was just had such a deep voice compared to all the other toads. It made me laugh every time. You know who voiced that so one? So odd. Was that also uh, Keegan Michael Key? It's not someone. No, it's not an industry name that I knew. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even appear to be on the wiki page, so. I don't know who that would be. Oh, that was a good time. Yep. John DiMaggio was in there. He was He was the Mario Brothers uncles. <laughs> Yeah, and Charles Martinet voices Mario and Luigi's dad. Who and Charles is the voice actor of Mario and everything else. 
Oh, wait, that's nice. That's so sweet. That's a nice little legacy pick. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the voice they were doing for, um, I'm assuming it was Chris Pratt doing an impression of Charles Martinet's over-the-top accent was for the commercial at the beginning. Yeah, I thought, I mean, if that is Chris we, Pratt, yeah, which I think, I think it was, pretty, pretty good job at that. Like, I think that's for a guy who is yeah. not a voice actor, yeah. I think pretty spot on. I would also like to add, because uh, I'm running out of things to say about the actual movie. Um, at some point, I looked over to my my friends on the left. They had divulged into a drinking game every oh time uh, the phrase Mamma Mia was said or Wahoo! Are they dead now? No, they didn't have that many drinks. I, I mean, I beg to differ having seen the movie. I think they had a lot of drinks. Oh, it was several times, but they were small sips. They weren't like down in shots. Okay, you 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 have you have to tell me if my friends are dead. <laughs> They're very alive. Okay, I okay. Both of them home because I live the farthest away from the theater. All right, good, very good. <laughs> I I it's like that. Fine. We've heard from both of them today. I'm going to be honest, I have not checked a lot of our group chats today because I've been in the work hole for a long time. This is my first time out uh, of the work hole. I'm learning to reintegrate myself into society. So much has changed. The world the world around me has grown. I, I have to relearn what society expects of me now. All right, get off the soapbox. No, I refuse. <laughs> Audience, she stands on this for days. She won't get down. Oh yeah, no. This this soapbox is my home now. Fear me. I do want to just listen to the soundtrack minus the pop songs on repeat. That's my main takeaway. The soundtrack's really good. I I think this has taught me that I do need to uh I do need to play more games with, with you people. Um I don't know. I, I I have such deep nostalgia for like Smash and Mario Kart just from college, like which I think is part of like why it like I I don't have it from childhood, which I think is like what you need for real nostalgia. But like I don't know. I just I miss I miss college just watching you guys play video games together and me just avoiding avoiding work. I think that was it mostly. Is that like the nostalgia comes from I should be writing an essay right now, but instead I'm watching five idiots play Mario Kart and I'm okay with my life decisions. Yeah. We played a lot of video games around you. Which is the way I like it. Like, I, I, I think some people think that they are lying when they say something like, I don't like playing video games, I just want to watch. But, like, I legitimately don't like the experience of having a controller in my hand, and I'd much rather watch other people play video games. You're not the only person I know with that. There are dozens of us. We'll get you to play some Mario games sometime soon. You just want to laugh yeah, at me for like everything. Remember like the two times I played Smash and I like immediately fall off the edge of the world? I think you did win one game. Maybe. I can't for the life of me remember, but yeah, probably. I, I say a, bro did, a broken clock can win Mario once a day. The rest of us just took each other out. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. So, do you have any final thoughts on your feelings as a uh, 
not a nostalgic fan of Mario? Um, great nap. Well, really one of the, the top tier naps of my of my movie watching career, I'll say. Uh no, I mean I'll Again, I'm not a great really? judge of this movie because despite my best efforts, I did sleep through a good chunk of it. But the parts I was awake for, I thought were very sweet. I think it, it was a very good looking animated movie. We've talked about a lot of low budget animated movies that don't look very good. This one looks great. Plot seems thin, but not necessarily more so than I was expecting. Like I was not expecting a huge, big, dramatic story arc out of this. This is about what I was thinking it was going to be. Voice cast was good. Yeah, in general, good middle-of-the-road animated movie. If you don't have a connection to Mario, I would guess you probably would have a sort of similar, like, meh attitude as me. But I think if you really enjoy the character, seems like they did right by him, and you'd get a lot out of all the little Easter eggs that are in there. That's a fair summary. Anything to add on your end? You just need to be at the movie theater again. If you were at the theater with you, you would have, like, jerked me awake. Yeah, that's what I used to always do when we saw movies together in class. Yeah, no, you were like my go-to guy for that. Uh, the problem is I went with my boyfriend who loves me and would not do that to me. So I need to I need to go with, with someone who's a bit harsher. Mm-hmm. But I think my main takeaway is yeah, I wouldn't say it's a good movie. I would say it's a fun movie, which is the same way I classified the Dungeons & Dragons movie. That was a good movie. Anyway, there I guess are, we're, uh... there are good technical movies and there are good fun movies. One, the soundtrack's great. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good soundtrack. I should go listen to it, just like you. All right. Well, I think that's just about it. Anything? Uh, any final thoughts? No. Take us out so we can get you to bed mostly. I should really go to bed. Uh, <laughs> it's later for you, but I also need bed. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We're going to go take our cartoon time machine onto the Rainbow Road. I'm Scarlett. I'm Katie. We're your animates, and we will see you next time.